Hello everybody, welcome to Friday PM. We've got a great episode for you tonight and we are talking about something called criticism. How do we handle it? And how do we handle it? <laughs> that was bad, Charlie. <laughs> that was so bad. That was bad. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Friday PM. Woohoo! Let's talk about it! <laughs> Praise the Lord, welcome, welcome. Our regular viewers, welcome back. Great to see you. And for anyone who's new for the first time at Friday PM, you are so welcome to the Friday PM series. Catch up with all the other episodes and join us every week. And we pray that God will bless you today. And in the weeks to come in Jesus' name. So welcome. We're addressing a topic, as you heard, that's very, uh, I would say sensitive, maybe difficult, but something worth talking about, as difficult as it might be. But we're talking about criticism today. And uh, we pray you'll be mightily blessed. As the Lord is helping us through how to deal with criticism, to identify it correctly, because some people are better than others, let's be honest. So let's see if the Lord can help all of us to deal with it because we're living in a very critical age, actually. I think more than ever before. Mm. We're living in a very critical age. People are critical about everything nowadays. Political, what you eat, what you do, what you say. Oh, it's 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 a big topic. We'll try and condense it as much as we can. Uh, I'm going to start with Rachel. Rachel, you, you started basically just with a bit of a definition, if maybe... That's a good foundation. Just the dictionary definition here. Um, it says <laughs> the act of ex- uh, criticism, the act of expressing disapproval and of noting the problems or faults of a person or thing. So, you know, criticism is is usually a negative thing. If you're disapproving of something or you're noting the problems or faults, then that is usually something that's on the negative side. And in James 4.11 to 12 says this don't speak evil against each other dear brothers and sisters if you criticize and judge each other then you're criticizing and judging God's law but your job is to obey the law not to judge whether it applies to you mm. that was terrible Rachel <laughs> worst, worst reading worst if I'd ever unbelievable Tell did you guys hear how she read that she I read know, that terrible. I mean could you hear that yourself? I mean awful <laughs> You'll do better next time. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's on grace, grace. But if you hear criticism, it's got a negative connotation, yeah. right? Shane, mm. I think you're good with criticism. I mean, you just water for ducks back. What, giving it or taking it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next episode. Um, Both. <laughs> Shane, rece- receiving what someone criticized. Yeah. You, you had a criticism the other day and. Yeah, how do you do? What, what do you do? Well, not the other day. Um, you know, what I'm thinking about is, uh, and, I, and I love that we can share from personal experience so that we're not preaching at people, but we're <laughs> talking from personal experience and we're, we're just chatting about it. And I remember uh, as a young girl, probably around, I don't know, 10 years old or something, maybe I wasn't even in high school, doesn't matter. We, we went to a retreat, uh, a youth camp, and we were driving in a bus, and I've told you this before, and uh, I was riding the back in the boot of the car, in the trunk of the van, 
and um, I was kind of sitting all alone then. I, I was kind of a loner growing up and struggled to make friends. So I sat there in the corner and I was singing a song by Mariah Carey, There's a Hero, about, and uh, kind of singing it softly under my breath. And while we're traveling, I think it was a two hour travel. And the girl behind me, sitting behind me, obviously heard me sing. And she turned around and she said, who sings that song? And I said to her, um, duh, uh, Mariah Carey. Everybody knows it's Mariah Carey. But I said to her, Mariah Carey. And she looked at me and she said, well, let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really one of the first experiences of criticism that I had. And, and I must say, thinking back, I probably was... I don't know, maybe I was singing to catch their attention because I was feeling a little lonely and maybe, I don't know. I don't remember that. I think I was just singing to myself because I was all alone in the trunk. But um, funny how you remember things like this. Mm. And I know there are many people out there that have had an experience with criticism and uh, in church particularly and have not put foot in church again after that experience and are struggling with terrible unforgiveness. And uh, I, I really feel that it is a problem uh, these days in the church itself. And also I've had to really ask the Lord over all these years to Holy Spirit to give me discernment when there is criticism coming my way, whether it is criticism or whether it is correction because mm. it's two totally different things yeah i think that, that that's as you mentioned discernment yeah. that's why we really need right. discernment because yeah. correction you want to take on with humility and say lord deal with me and and respond to that and i believe both of them will always have a wonderful outcome of learning experience with correction you take it on because they say a wise person who takes on correction will be healed and will go and, and receive many great things if you take on correction. Uh, criticism, on the other hand, uh, you take it on and you learn to forgive. That's a real uh, um, experience to learn how to forgive. In this instance, I learned that criticism was fueled from a, a root of jealousy I really experienced that growing up, that I know there was a call on my life and I know that some people might have said things that I can't remember anymore. I know I had few instances, many instances of criticism, but I know that they were fueled out of jealousy. And is this a spirit of jealousy that wants to break you down and discourage you from the wonderful call and gifts that God has placed on your life? Mm. It's like you, Charlie mentioned about turning all things to the good. Now you mentioned, yeah, Romans, Romans eight twenty eight. We keep on <laughs> putting Romans eight twenty eight down there. It's the catch all verse. I mean, <laughs> something goes take back. it all in. It's yeah. there again. But it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. That God turns it to the good, right? No matter what what comes your way. Yeah, like Charlene said, um, I think taking taking it in stride, you know, because it can come from a place of uh, jealousy or. Um, you know, some something's not right in that person, and so they're they're taking it out through being critical of other people. Yes, you mentioned the source. Yeah, and so when you receive something, yes. Yeah, and they, mm. and, and you kind of have to take take 
take it hand in hand is, you know, where is this coming from? Okay, what can I take from it? Right. You know, because there is always, yeah, it can actually sometimes, and sometimes we really do need to be like a, a duck and just let water off a duck's back and let it go completely mm -hmm. sometimes, but it depends on the source and um, who's saying it, who who's bringing it to light, who's bringing it to attention. Is it a little bit of gossip? Is it a little bit of slander? Or is it somebody that's kind of lovingly, you know, constructively making a comment about something that, okay, can I take something from that? You know, maybe most of it goes, but maybe some of it stays. Mm. And it's and it is the source, I think, that's important. Mm. Um, we had an experience quite recent, uh, quite recently. Mm. Yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, there's just just something that somebody said about something. Yeah, somebody said about ministry, about something, and so. You know, we took it on board and, and what we actually found, what we took it on board to just see, is there any truth in it? Do we need to listen or not listen? And basically what we found is that actually the expectation had been set incorrectly by the way that something had been advertised. And so we just make sure that when anything's advertised that we know, it, you know, that we set expectations in the way, in the wording. It was just one word that threw people off, in you know, and so I think we've learned from that, okay, we'll make sure that when anything goes out, this, you know, we'll set the expectations from the way that things are said and we'll set the tone. Mm. And and then, you know, we, when we've managed expectations as much as possible, then if anything comes after that, then it's just a critical spirit. It's not really, mm. it's just somebody's got some, some has to grumble about something, but we just leave that to the Lord. Yeah, I think what you mentioned is so important about the spirit. Because yeah. there is a critical spirit. I believe that's even released on the earth at the moment where people are so critical. Yeah. There are people critical in the political arena. We see it all the time. We're not going to go into it, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. People are so critical. Now, if, you, if you're on the wrong side of the coin, oh boy, you're going to get it. So people are very critical. Um, and it's as we said, with, um, within the church. But I do feel sometimes, yeah, we need that discernment because I do feel sometimes that needs to be rebuked. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if there's something that really comes your way that you know that you know that you know is not of God and it comes from someone who has a critical spirit, it needs to be rebuked. You need to rebuke it. And you don't rebuke the person, but yes. the spirit behind it. Yes. You say, Lord, I rebuke this critical spirit over my life in Jesus' name. And then you, you you leave it and you trust the Lord that it's that it, it has been dealt with, but that's where we said that uh, counsel is very important. Mm -hmm. That you have to refer to someone. Yes. Yeah. To say to someone, what do you think about it? Right. This has come to me. Do you think that's true? To go to the right people, of right. course. Right. Don't go to a critical person because it's not going to help you. You need to go to a person that always sees the cup half full. Someone who's spirit filled, loves the Lord. That's in the word of God, someone who you respect and trust. And go to that person. Yes. Yeah. And knows you. Because well. I think sometimes only when there's a matter of truth in it, mm. where you really have to say, this lines up with scripture. Someone else said, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you, but this is a little bit true. Maybe you can work on this. Then it's okay. But someone else can also help to set you free to say, listen, hey, this, uh, this is not you, man. Don't, don't take this on. Mm. So we need someone to help us. Christoph, you, you, we talked about earlier on, especially now, we're talking about criticism online. It is rife. Yeah, it is. Because uh, when internet happens, basically uh, what it was and design a connection, connection between people across the globe. So 
Now, obviously, uh, with social media, everybody has an access to to accounts on the internet, and we can freely exchange information or just write our opinions, write what we did today, write uh, whatever we basically think. Unfortunately, there are some, I don't want to say issues with that, but there is some... Uh, it's a dangerous side to it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There is danger behind it because uh, people of different ages, they have access to those medias and they can uh, take the information the wrong way. There's a lot of criticism. There's a lot of, lot of negativity online. And whatever we write, somebody, somebody else reads and let's just write good things online that's that should be as christians that should be our goal not to offend anyone but taking offense is is in a way an option somebody has it's a choice whether we take an offense or not some people are like i said more susceptible to it than the others yeah. especially the young people uh, especially now mm. uh, it's so easy to write slander online mm. because there's some sort of uh, anonymity yeah. because we don't see people face to face. Our picture might be there, but there's yeah. there's this element missing that you're not speaking necessarily to a person on the other end. And there's somebody who comes up online and, and puts this picture with uh, whatever he's doing and could be 100 negative comments because it's just so easy to slander someone and you can basically destroy life mm. with words. Yeah, yeah, because young people commit suicide. They, on a massive scale. Yeah, because they, they read the criticism and then they start to believe it. If they're not spiritually wise, they they, they take all that in, don't yeah. they? Without parental guidance, basically, internet yes. should be like those movies, PG. Internet should be PG with parental guidance. Mm. Because so many young people now have uh, mobile phones and they can have access to all those social medias. And with whatever they read over there, not necessarily all of them might be able to um, withstand the content. Yeah. Well, of course, I mean, very important what you mentioned. And two things that you brought up. Number one, I think just writing words can be misconstrued if without a text message or a one-liner. Immediately, if it's not explained and talked about, that can be mis misconstrued very quickly. And that's a danger nowadays. Very much so, I believe, where very quickly, one can quickly say something that's the other thing is we're not face to face. Yeah. So uh, I'm not the greatest with criticism. <laughs> I must be honest. That's why I'm praise the Lord. I've got people around me that really help me because it, it's not easy. If you're a great criticism receiver, praise the Lord. <laughs> and it's a gift. Some people find it really, really, really hard. And that's why I think uh, very important to have face to face. Yeah. We got all this technology now. We don't have excuses. We can video call someone. Yeah. 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 Speaking face to face is so important because you can get to the bottom of the matter. You can see this someone's expression. They can explain themselves. And I think that's where a lot of it happens. There's a there's a bit of a depersonalization, like you were saying yes. with the anonymity online. Like you, you're no longer speaking to a person. Mm. You're speaking to a, to a computer or to an issue or to a subject or to something, but you're not speaking to people anymore. So. We call it like when, when I was growing up, we would play these computer games online, these massively multiplayer online games. And we would call these people keyboard warriors because they'd have like, we've heard of Dutch courage, you know, but they'd have keyboard courage because they, you don't know who's behind the keyboard. You can say whatever you want. You're masked behind a player or in some cases behind a fake profile mm -hmm. or an anonymous mm -hmm. 
um, window and you can type whatever you want and say just the, the most terrible thing. And I think, you know, that's something to, to, to recognize, to watch out for that, mm. you know, we don't fall victim to either end of it, yeah. that we don't write things, scathing reviews mm. of, yeah. because we're supposed to be defending each other. You see a lot of times Christians attacking other Christians online based on like secondary theological issues. It's mm. nothing like, it's nothing that, that's going to separate heaven or hell, but people are like going to fight to the death about it online. And they're criticizing one another, and the world's watching. Yeah. 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 You know. And I think you know they don't personally know the people. They know nothing about them. I've taken a view now when I, you know, I really don't read because it's gossip, internet gossip. Yeah. And if anything comes my way, I have to really sit back and think: Do I know this person? Is this information something that I need to pass on to everybody else as if it's the absolute truth? Because then then that's also that, you know, that that critical spirit that gains momentum and everybody's there criticizing, shooting, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And, uh, you know, and it's it's for what reason? And you get yourself worked up for, for what reason? And I think mm. also just trying to take a hold of yourself when you do hear information and um, because you know gossip used to be just between people face to face or on yeah. the phone but now we've got gossip on on the internet that is coming from unknown sources i don't even know who's written certain things and then you've taken you don't know where that person's coming from you don't know what relationship they've got with whatever they're writing about or whoever they're writing about and you know you've got to be really really careful to really not take some of these things in Mm. And start spewing them back mm. out again, and being, you know, as critical, even worse, and, and you you are f- even more removed from the situation than the person who mm. maybe wrote it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you know when you when you are actually being critical yourself? How do you know when you are critical? Who can help? I think we all have been at that place where we're very critical. Yeah. I think people who are very hard on themselves will always be hard on other people. And uh, one thing that really has helped me, because I shy, oh, I it really touches me very deep when someone criticizes me. I go into myself and I really struggle with it. And and what you said about going to someone and saying, "Look, this person said this. Is it something I should be concerned about? You know me very well, mm-hmm. and you know what I do." And that person said, "And and I know Dan, and I know Rachel, Dan and Rachel. They'll and even the team." We, we share with each other and we'll say, what do I do, guys? This is, uh, is this true what that person said about me? And Rach will always be so, you'll always be so real with me and say, well, actually, you do do that. Or you'll say, seriously, Charlene, I don't even believe you're coming to me with this. You mm. should just let it go. Mm. That's one, that's really helped me. Another thing that's really helped me was the word hurt people hurt. Mm. And when... I realize that now when someone lashes out at me or at somebody else, immediately the Holy Spirit in me will say, just know they've been very hurt and this situation is from rooted from their hurt. And that's when I can quickly discern and it, I can totally separate myself from the situation and not take it personally. Yeah. I, I do feel extremely grieved for people in the world, I know some somebody might be watching us today that has really been hurt by someone in the church. I did mention it earlier. It, and you're struggling with unforgiveness. I really want to urge you, get rid of that unforgiveness and 
it's really going to eat you up. You will be handed over to the tormentors because of your unforgiveness. And I know there's a huge problem with health problem uh, with mental health problems because people have not learned to let go mm. and forgive. I think um, there's so much criticism in church. I think also we've got to be aware of what we speak against the body of Christ. And we're doing music sometimes. It's it's sometimes you know you you hear or see something that's not quite right. It's just easy to say, oh, that wasn't so nice. Oh, that was awful. Oh, we have to keep on learning. And we ourselves, constantly, we just have to say, Lord, we just have to be careful. Because God's using that person. Who am I to judge whether he's good or not, good enough or not? Because he's good enough for the Lord. So who am I to say he's not good enough? So it, I think uh, criticism in church is a big thing. And as Uru brought up that's, that the world is watching, I think you said, you yeah. know, we have to set the example in the church. So, so many people are sitting online, they're not even going to church, and then they criticize what's happening in the church. They're not even there on a first-hand basis to see what's happening behind the cameras, what happened before the service, or what's happening after, because you're just watching online. Yeah. So, so many people are complaining about the sound, criticizing. Uh, yeah. I think, I think to be honest, and we're telling you something that we also are being careful with. So, I'm not telling you something that we don't do. We all have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, be careful because I think also so many people that are really criticizing are ones that are that are not actually running the race. Yeah, yeah. please share yeah, that, yeah, Andrew. Because story because again. no, but I I just asked I don't know I was sharing the other day I said to someone Have you ever seen a runner a runner going down the final hundred meters of a four meet four hundred meter race and the two runners in the front are talking to one another while they're running for the line and hey look at that someone in the grandstand wow. Wow, that's ugly shirt that they were wearing. Wow, wow, wow. Look at the way that that one's done there. Hey, wow, have you seen anything like that? You don't see that, do you? <laughs> they'll go over the lines and they'll, 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 they'll lose momentum. So I think make sure, I think we have to make sure that we're running the race before we are critical. Yeah, talking about sports as well. I remember from, from high school, um, we played football, American football, but same, um, same as soccer. We, we were our, our field, our football field was actually inside of that track stadium, so where the runners would run, but we would play on the field and people would be in the grandstands. And I remember it like crystal clear. And you hear all the voices and there's this roar from the from the crowd and people are hollering at the, the other team and they're, you know, they're making jokes about the guys on the other side. But your coach is also on the sideline. And your coach is just as loud as they are, but for some reason you can hear his voice. Among everybody else's, among everyone else's voice, you can hear his, you're so tuned in. He's saying, hey, you're in the wrong coverage. You're in the wrong position. You're in the wrong spot. You need to be, you know, you ran the wrong route. You'd, you need to be changing this or change here or, or you're adapting to the other team's strategy and you're now changing a whole strategy. And you're so tuned in. It's the same. There's voices all around, but you're so tuned in to what your coach is saying because he's, he's playing on the same side with you. And I, I just was reminded of that when you were sharing because... You know, there's all these voices around, but, you know, the Lord's going to step in and say, when it's time to change something, he's going to be the one. And it might be the same thing as the guy saying in the grandstand, but you're taking it from the coach. You're not mm. taking it from the mm. spectators. Mm. Mm. Awesome. Great analogy. Wow. Yeah. Awesome Great. analogy. Yeah, praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah, praise God. And yes, to listen to the right person is like important. That guy was on the field. He was actually part of the game. So if it is someone that's not really connected at all, then we must find ourselves to say, hey, you know, take what's take the bit that's good and discard the bad and say, Lord, it's not, it's not my portion. I'm not receiving it. 
So uh, I don't know, someone might be watching and you might be really, really struggling with criticism or you have been criticized and you're sitting with remorse and forgiveness or you're a person that find yourself just being very critical about other people and how they do things knowingly or unknowingly or sometimes maybe you just can't help yourself and you say, Lord, this is just me. I'm just like this. And, you know, God can change us. Only the Holy Spirit can bring the change that we need. And Jesus can take care of our needs. He knows us. He knows us inside out. He knows what we're struggling with. So why don't we pray together? Yes, Lord, we just lift up someone out there who really fall under these categories. Someone who has been hurt by the church. Someone who has become cynical based on criticism that they've received. Lord, I pray for forgiveness to come right now in that heart in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for someone who finds himself being critical. And maybe it's because you grew up with people being critical on you or whatever the case may be. Lord, that that person would find grace and a revelation of your grace and to find forgiveness and to find uh, just to be more like Jesus, to share the love of Jesus and to speak the, the, the truth and righteousness in love. So Lord, help us to deal with this. Give us wisdom online, how to deal with criticism and how when to post things, not to post things and, and to be careful and to use wisdom. Lord, just generally speaking on the earth, Lord, help us to, to deal with criticism against, against Christians. Criticism against our faith, criticism against what we believe in. Lord, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. We ask for a fresh baptism of discernment in this day and age that we live in. Holy Spirit, that you would prompt us even more, that we will seek for your counsel like David said, that we can inquire of you more to say, what is this? How do I, how do I recognize this? How, what do I do with this information that I've received? And help me to deal with it. So Lord, thank you that we can give all these things into your capable hands. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That we will receive our sitting free. That we can receive you in, our, in fullness and in wholeness, Lord. That we can go out into the world and make a difference. And not be part of the problem, but be part of the solution. So Lord, we thank you for these things. Thank you for this episode. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God richly bless you. And be blessed with the song that we're going to leave you with called You're So Young. Be blessed with the words and thank you for joining us today and hopefully see you next time on Friday p.m. It's the place to be. Bye-bye.
The tears that come will set 